Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Nell Tipton. She is a trailblazer in women's fashion. She won Project One Runway season 14 and really trailblazed the path for plus size clothing. And you are just so inspiring. I have been watching your videos. I watched your audition tape for Project Runway and I just am moved to tears by your commitment for change to have inclusivity with all people and all women, especially in fashion. You said something, I wrote down a few things you said. You said self-expression, you wanna express yourself through your clothes. Like you want to, in your clothes, you want to put out to the world, this is what I'm projecting, this is my story I wanna present. And you said when you looked through magazines when you were younger, you could never find the clothes that matched who you were. And so you just decided to do something about it. And that's so badass, Ashley. So I would just love to kind of start from the beginning. Well, thank you so much, Caroline, for having me on your show. I feel like this is such an honor to be able to share my story with your listeners and um, introduce myself. So yeah, I'm Ashley Nell Tipton, uh, born and raised in Southern California in San Diego. Um, I'll be 29 this month um, and I'm cancers and um, I'm the youngest out of four children. Um, I've always been a creative person and always loved kind of tying the two of finding something that doesn't exist and creating it and um, kind of having a lot of inspiration by either if it's because it's my size and I'm not seeing it or it's because this industry does not accept it and we need to learn to accept it so it's a combination of a lot of things so what has it been hard breaking these barriers and you started in college. You were in college and you went to fashion school and you just decided that you were going to design your own line. And then you took it to, um, you took it to full figure fashion. And you were like the youngest person to present when you were there. I mean, talk to me about that experience. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, at a young age, I always knew that there was this lack of plus size fashion for plus size 
kids, teens, adults, it's either you were plus size and you were automatically categorized in this age group that was supposed to fit for all ages. And it just, it just didn't fit me or fit my personality. And my grandmother taught me how to sew when I was seven years old. So I always loved making stuff with my hands. And I thought, why not turn my love for fashion that never existed for me and make it happen. So working in a clothing store as a teenager really helped me um, see what was missing in the plus size industry and also working with customers who are all different shapes and sizes and learn what it is that they really want to feel in their clothing. And what they wanted to feel in their clothing was the same thing that I wanted to feel. So knowing that my intuition was right, like I need to create things, I just went for it. And that's why I decided to go to design school and when I was there, I created my first plus size collection. And I remember um, my teacher telling me, like, if you want to create a plus size line, I'll let you do it. But you're the only person who I'm allowing to do this because I know that you're going to take that extra step in learning how to grade sizes. Um, grading is in pattern making world it's the the pattern that you make to create these silhouettes that you need to cut out in your fabric um and i had to learn from taking a size 8 all the way to a size 18 oh, and how do you create that pattern it's a lot of math and knowing how to create patterns and so being in my second year of school and almost about to finish my teacher was like I know you can do this and I'm going to let you. So I created my first collection um, for plus size women. And with that, after graduating, I decided to apply for fa uh, New York fashion or excuse me, for full figure fashion week in New York City. And I was only 20 years old and I got in and got to showcase my line to the plus size industry and full figure fa fashion week is huge for the plus size industry back then um it just allowed us plus size women to have a world of our own and to celebrate our bodies and each other and the fashion um so it was a it was an amazing safe place for us and so being able to display my clothing there it was kind of an eye opener for everyone to see who i was as a designer so immediately after I showcased, I produced and created my collection out of my parents' garage and um, had 50 orders the first week. I wow. put up everything on the website. So overnight success has been something that I've been through my whole life and just trying to get through those obstacle courses of like, now you have this and now you have to provide for it. You have to give people what they want because you've already presented what you have and they're willing to pay for it. Ashley, you are such an interesting story because <laughs> I have talked to so many people who have experienced oftentimes opposite where they struggle, 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 struggle than to get to the success and your life, you knew your purpose and it was supposed to happen, right? This is, this is your destiny because the fact that you get these pockets of like successful things happening and then you almost have to like catch up with them because you're like, oh my God, I can do this. Here I am. But like, I got to catch up in a way. This is your destiny. Like, and you said yeah. you won Project Runway that like you obviously we're so clear. Your vision has been so clear for so long that yeah. to me, that's like when the success comes, even if you're not quite ready, but it's like, you had this clear vision for so long, what was needed, how you're going to bridge that gap, what you wanted, why it was important and how this is absolutely necessary to the point where your teacher is letting you do something that she wouldn't let any other student do. And you're getting featured in this really incredible fashion show. <laughs> And then you said when you run when you won Project Runway that you did it. Like you did it. Like you actually did it. And 
That's amazing. So what does it feel like having these big bursts of success hit you? And then in the aftermath. It's pretty crazy. I mean, just alone with that. That is such a, I don't want to say it's a loaded question. I mean, it's a lot because be, I, I take this deep breath because it's like, when you want something so bad, you work so hard for it. You put in the, the time, um, no sleep, like you dedicate yourself. Like I dedicated my, myself to my work. I studied it. I wasn't in a relationship. I dedicated myself fully to making my dreams happen. And when Heidi Klum had announced me the winner, it was like my life flashed before my eyes of every moment that I wanted to quit. I didn't because it finally paid off. It was like, Ashley, like finally, like, it was like a huge pat on the back of like, you fucking did it. <laughs> like, I want to cry right now just remembering it because here and there, when you have tough times in your life, you have to kind of go back to those moments to realize, like, you've come so far. Yeah. How are you feeling in life right now? Um, I feel like I hit another... I was at a low place before COVID had happened. Um, and right before COVID happened, I felt like I needed to kind of turn the wheel of the path that I'm going because the path that I'm going doesn't feel right to me. And what what, what I'm doing changed, what makes, what path are you on and what path are you wanting to go to? What, what makes you want to change? I want to, I didn't have any desire to design anymore. Really? Yeah, as a creative person, you create clothes to fulfill this need. And I felt like I wasn't fulfilling that need anymore because this plus size industry has grown so big that I feel like my job was done. Like you started it in a lot of a lot of the ways. Exactly. So I felt like, you know what? There's so many companies that are out there that are finally producing plus size clothing. And I think I can step away now from producing clothing because it costs so much money. And there's already so much fast fashion that kind of hurts me as an indie designer. Nobody wants to pay for quality of clothing. They just want the fast fashion. So but That's the on, industry. For one second, pat on your back for changing <laughs> the industry. I mean, I know there's downfall with it changing because, like you said, the fast fashion and all that. But like, you changed it, Ashley. Now there's Aww. so much that it's like you're actually <laughs> wanting to change your road. I mean, that is, you are a trailblazer. That's amazing. And I forgot to mention Thank when you. you one project runway you got your own line at jc penny for a while i did i had it for about a a year and a half and it was amazing and we're gonna be honest i mean you be you've been on reality tv there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes there's a lot of pr that goes on there's a lot of deals influencers things like that when they say there's 15 minutes of fame there's it's literally how you handle those 15 minutes of fame. So I want to say for a good year and a half, I was on this role after Project Runway. And after I announced that I decided on my own to have weight loss surgery, the industry just turned their backs on me and said that I had weight loss surgery for all the wrong and for all a lot of reasons. deals that I had on the tape. Sorry, go ahead. They said you had it for all the wrong reasons. So you cut out. Yes, meaning like, oh, um, yeah. people were saying that I had weight loss surgery for the wrong reasons, meaning I did it because I wanted to be this ideal size or Hollywood was getting to me and 
things like that. But what it was is that nobody understood what it felt like to weigh 404 pounds and try to do what I was doing every day and living a happy life. And I was not. I was unhappy, but at the same time, I loved myself enough to know that I didn't want to live this unhealthy life anymore. Um, And when I told that to people, people just didn't understand that in the community and a lot of deals that I had on the table to finalize were no longer there anymore. And so that's when I just started kind of laying low and I was really, really lost and trying to find myself in trying to design and it just wasn't happening for me. I felt like there was this disconnect of me trying to push myself to design something that just wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling myself. Yeah. You know, Yeah. I was going yeah. into this new body. I felt like I was trying to refine myself and not let all the outside voices um, dictate my decisions that I, I do moving forward. So I kind of just kept low and just did a lot of trying to find myself for the past few years. And it led me to learning that I love, I love connecting with people and teaching them something that I absolutely love doing. And that's being creative and making clothing. So for about a year and a half now, I've been teaching people how to um, learn how to sew, pattern make, make their own clothing. Um, I even teach people how to make flower crowns that I presented I at New York Fashion Week. They're gorgeous. Yes. Thank Absolutely you. Gorgeous. So yeah, just doing all these things. I love just having that one-on-one connection with people. Um, there's something about that. Um, I like that personal interaction versus it being on the internet or whatnot. Um, so I really enjoy doing that. And then COVID hits and we really had to pivot how things were going in the company. Um, it was almost at the urge of it kind of falling down until we were like, what can we do to help? What can we do to support our community here in San Diego? Um, and what can we do to support the community, like my followers during this hard time? Cause when everyone's going through this and no one knows what's happening or what's going to happen. So um, we decided to make face mask as a way of feeling safe, but also not stressing out so much and kind of having fun with it because nobody wants to be constantly reminded of this hard time that we're going through. Like why not put on a mask that might put a smile on someone else's face or you like it just made me feel good so I said why not create this so we're about 15,000 masks here later wow (laughs) yeah wow and a lot of them you have a lot of your culture your Latina culture shining through tell me about that and your inspiration and your grandmother because I know she's been an inspiration and your mom but your grandmother is the reason why you really pushed yourself to do Project Runway and go that next level. But tell me about how it's influencing your mask and your work in that way. I mean, my grandmother, like I said, she taught me how to sew when I was seven years old. And I felt like um, she just really taught me how to be patient and like love what I'm doing and put so much work into it and problem solving. Um, So that's what I put a lot of into my work. And Um, A lot of people don't know that I'm half um, white and half Mexican. So I really wanted to bring in my Mexican culture into um, the mask because I feel like there's not that much of a representation of the Latino culture. And so I really wanted to put Frida, who is one of my um, icons, like my female icons. And so I love having her around my house, like artwork and things like that. So I said, why not put something in a face mask? And I had this fabric of hers laying around and I just created a sample and posted it one night. And overnight I got a hundred orders of a Frida mask. And I was like, 
I think we're on to something. And so I ended up just finding all of that fabric and reproducing these masks and finding more fabric that made me happy and creating masks. So now that's what we're doing. We've donated um, about 5,000 masks to frontline workers and um, anyone who's looking for masks, we send them out to them, um, donations, things like that. So it's, it's really nice to be able to help the community and just make them feel safe and also help family and friends who have lost their jobs. They've come here and worked with us producing all these masks. So it's kind of a win-win situation. Like we're making these masks and also providing jobs to people who've lost them during this time. Wow. That's incredible. Tell me why you love Frida so much. Because of how determined she was as an individual, um, when she was younger, she had got in a really bad um, car accident that made her basically um, paralyzed from the waist down. And they told her she could never walk again. And just seeing how determined she was to get back to a normal life and not allow what people tell her, or um, she doesn't listen to what people say to her like she proves them wrong and I've always felt like I've been a fighter um people think that I'm fat crybaby sensitive all these things and it's like I don't internalize those things like it I'm beyond that and so that's what I always desire to like to show that if you can't judge like a book by its cover you can't judge me like I have so much drive and fire in me and that's what I see in her I love that and that brings me back to what you had mentioned in several of your interviews is you want your clothes to reflect the story that you want to tell what is the story that you want to tell that you are beautiful that you are loved that you are powerful like I feel like our clothing sets the tone of how we're going to feel while we're wearing that piece. And it's like our armor. It's like we're going out to conquer something. And this is like our shield. And like we know when we look good and we feel good, like we can go out there and do whatever. So that's the way I see clothing because I've sheltered myself or I have like hid myself in clothing as a kid, um, I would always have this one black sweater that I would wear every day and the same jeans. And I would always try to hide myself. And now it's like, no, I have this personality. I have this energy that I want to give out to other people. And I don't want to hide anymore in um, these clothes that didn't make me feel good. What was the turning point when you said, I'm done, I'm done hiding, I'm done, I'm done doing this, I'm shining? When I started making my own money and my mother couldn't buy my clothes anymore. <laughs> um, I got a job at a retail store, uh, Torrid. It was the first plus size clothing store. And when I got my first paycheck, I went back and bought all sorts of clothes that I loved and that just like my mom hated. <laughs> she was like why are you wearing horizontal stripes like that's not that doesn't look good on you and to me I'm like I don't care I'm not gonna live my life trying to make people think that I'm skinnier or that I'm smaller than I really am or less bigger or whatever she wanted to think um because she was ashamed of it and I didn't want to be ashamed of it that's pretty powerful yeah what did it feel like when you first started stepping out as the new you, as the woman who was no longer hiding behind clothes, but instead presenting your story through clothes? What, what did that new phase feel like? Scary. I mean, anything new can feel scary. Um, but it's okay. Cause how, how do I say this? Like, it's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes because you learn it. 
we're so used to being in this comfort that sometimes we have to step out of our comfort level to see new things and know if we like it or not. So I think fashion alone, we're constantly changing because of how, I mean, yeah, we're constantly changing. So I feel like our style is changing. And if we don't try new things, then we can't explore that. So for instance, this hat that I'm wearing, um, I started wearing it six months ago and I was like, I don't think I look good in hats or I don't think I could wear that style of hat. And my boyfriend's like, Ashley, can you, can you take the hat off, please? Like, you've been wearing this every day now. And I'm like, no, I love it. It just goes with everything. I was serious. When I don't you wanna... came on with your hat, I thought to myself, that is such a cute hat. I, I love it. And I've never worn them before because I was always afraid and I never, so like, I don't even know that I do this, but I, I do it where I try to introduce one new thing that I would, I was afraid of, or I don't know how to wear it. And then I experiment and I figure out how to wear it. And then I see that my style is like totally changing into this whole new style that I don't even understand yet. But I just go with it. You're just going with beautiful. Right. Is that right? Is that how you do your style? Yeah. You know what feels right? What feels good? Yeah. Like what I makes you feel I, good. Yeah, because I feel like your heart is never gonna steer steer you wrong, just like how um, what was I say? My boyfriend had a speech to do and he was like, Ashley, I don't know what to say. And I said, just speak from the heart, because it never steers you wrong. Like it shows how much passion you have. And it's like, if you really love something, you love it. And you don't have to explain why. You just love it. That's so true. And I um, talk to a lot of people about fear and struggles on my podcast. And you were talking about stepping out in clothes that you want to step out in and shining the way you want to shine. What, for you in particular, I always like to know, what is this fear that holds us all back? What is the fear? What is, if we, what is what we're hiding from that once we step through it, we realize it's not actually there, but it does involve stepping through it, which you have continuously done, which is absolutely amazing because so many people don't step through that fear. So what is the fear? that like in your mind, what is it that would hold you back? Because look at what you have brought to the world. If you would have stopped that with whatever this fear is, what a loss for us that we would have never got to experience your greatness. I mean, that is a great question. And I think what stops us is other people's opinions. We don't even really know what they are. It, uh, it's, it's just so crazy. <laughs> we sit around and we make up what we think everyone else is thinking about us when really they're just thinking about themselves. <laughs> exactly. Like if only people could get that through their minds and reprogram their minds to think that way, you would live a less stressful life. Um, I can't, I, I, I can't say that enough because I, when I realized that people's opinions don't matter, it was a huge weight off my shoulders. We, that is like, sometimes to some people, this is a full-time job and some people it's a part-time job, but I definitely felt like I gave it a part-time job caring what other people think. Yes. Yes. We don't, we don't understand how much we do that to ourselves. And I, if we just stopped every time or caught ourselves every time we were afraid of doing something, we asked ourselves why, and it led to what if this person's going to say, or what is this person going to think or anything like that? It's like, just stop. Who cares? Nobody, everybody is entitled to their own opinions, but their opinions are not, aren't right you at the end of the day have to make decisions for yourself and what is good for you and not anyone else. You never want to make a decision based off of how that other person's going to feel or what they're going to think of you. Because at the end of the day, 
we have no control over anyone and what they think and what they do. The only person you have control over is yourself. And that is so true, Ashley. And oftentimes when I have found myself before, because I, like you, I've done a lot of work on myself and like self-love and yeah. I love the self-love seminars that you do, which I want to talk about. But I was a, like, I had the disease to people, please. Like that was my big disease. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I would sit around and overanalyze everything and try to like pre-plan what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say and how I'm going to act around this person or be around this person or whatever. And then you spend all this energy trying to do it. And then it doesn't even go how you want it to go because they actually don't even care. And then you're like, then you are let down because you did all this work to try to please this person who doesn't even give a shit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like it's so much anxiety crammed into one and it's just like, let it go. And then you're not even happy with yourself because you're trying to guess what everyone else wants. But there's all these backstories. Every person has a backstory to why they are the way they are, why they say what they say, why they do what they do, why they act a certain way. It's all based on their whole lifetime of just processing their own life that then comes out through their experience, which we have no idea what that is. So it's like, why am I wasting all my time make-believing? Really, it's like creating make-believe. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'll do it. (laughs) Yes, we all do it. And like, I'm glad that we're on this subject because it all ties into um, my self-love workshop. Like, I love that you do this. Because self-love should be your full-time job. Like you should be concerned about like yourself, what you need your body, your mind, your soul, everything, because like, you're this working machine that you constantly have to do maintenance to. And if you don't do those things of self-care or maintenance, how do you think you're going to perform or you can't perform the way? And then you wonder why you can't perform or you start to blame things or other people around you. That's why you couldn't do it. Yes. Um, so for years, I mean, I just, all this work that I've done of like self-care and the self-love has all been from my manager, Andrew, who has learned the creative thinking of self-love. And um, I don't even, I can't think of the word, but um, he learned from an author named Robert Fritz. I don't know if you've ever heard of Robert Fritz. Um, He's just, an amazing author who created all these books about finding your identity and learning the creative process. And, um, after winning project runway, I lost myself and tried to find myself again. And, um, taking Robert's seminar on identity and learning who I am and learning that, um, people may put labels on you of like, look up to you as their gods. But at the end of the day, you are not that person that they basically signed you up to be this person. And you, you don't have to take that job of being that person. Do you feel a so, lot of responsibility to be this like certain person after you were now the face of the plus size industry that is like game changer. That's what they said. The game changer of the plus size industry, the game changer, <laughs> all the press, like, Not just your local press that loves you no matter what. It's like, this is like the press across the United States. Game changer. Is that stressful to carry that title? I mean, stressful and exciting. It's probably like (laughs) a blessing and a curse. It was like, how am I going to top myself there? How am I going to do this? And then when negative comments would come towards me, I would absorb them and like, eliminate all the best things that have happened to me or like or all the positive comments like there would be 50 positive comments and one negative and I would let that one negative comment um cancel all the positive comments and it's like why do I let myself get there why do I let this one person take my energy and I had to learn it and it took me a while to realize and I feel like Starting last year, in the middle of last year, I really was able to fully love myself and just 
kind of memorized this self-love ever since we started doing the seminar, just hearing my manager, Andrew, who talks a lot with the, um, our students who come and take the class with us. I'm just there to give out life experiences and how I've learned and put it into my life now and kind of break it down for people to understand a little bit more. But um, he teaches us so much about needs, wants, and expectations in life. And when we expect something, it's like we're signing ourselves up for failure. And like when we don't get what we expected, we do these patterns of like being disappointed, putting these expectations, being mad at somebody. It's like, no, 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 no. Expectations weren't even real anyway. It was, yeah, It how my husband always says, set your expectations at zero, but then like go fight win, but like don't have expectations of how it's all supposed to play out. Yeah, because sometimes those expectations made you do things for the wrong reasons because you were expecting an outcome. It's like, oh, I'm going to get a gift for X, Y, and Z because my birthday is going is this time. So I'm going to get them so they can get me. And it's like, no, you you do something expecting nothing back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So, so what else goes on in those seminars? What other talk? Um, what, what do you? How does the breakdown go? So we talk about wants, expect. Uh, what is it? Wants, needs, and expectations. And then from there, we trickle on to relationships and how we repeat these patterns that we do in relationships and how we lose trust and how we build fear and how that does not resolve to a health how that resolves to an unhealthy relationship so a lot of the way that the class goes kind of catered to the people who are in our groups and how they want to work things out so we're constantly asking people what is it that you want in your life um what makes you happy and um a lot of people are like oh what makes me or what do i want in life is to have a house when I'm 45 and be successful. Well, what happens if you don't get there at 45? Does that mean like you're a failure? Like it's like breaking down these things that they have imprinted in them mind and basically just telling them to rewire rewire your brain. Like the way that we have been taught how to think things through is not necessarily the right way. And so 
it made me realize a lot of things that I was told by family members, teachers, um, mentors that not necessarily right and don't let their fears become my fears. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. There's just so much in this class that is like you leave just thinking and it's kind of in your head replaying over and over again and you catch yourself thinking that way. So you said you had a moment last year where you fully came to self-love. How did you get to that moment? And how did you know that you truly loved yourself? Seeing myself go through this drastic change of body weight, um, losing weight and not listening to what everyone was saying about my weight and not caring about their opinions, basically, and then loving my body um, from the highs and the lows, basically. Like I lost 150 pounds in one year. And there came a point where I hit my ideal weight, which I never told anybody what it was. I hit that weight. I was so excited. And I was so focused on trying to stay there that my bot, my weight kept fluctuating. How do you say that? Fluctuating. Yeah, back and forth. And then I would um, hit this plateau where I couldn't go anymore. And I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I'm trying to prove myself something that doesn't really need to be proved to just be happy. So it was like finally loving myself where it's at where my body is, accepting that my skin is stretched out. You know, my boobs aren't going to be hanging the same way that they once were. My arms, um, you know, have loose skin. Um, So I think the moment that I realized that I loved myself was when I made someone uncomfortable with my body that I was like, I love my body too much that I'm not going to cover up just to make you feel comfortable. And this person was so close to me, my mother, like my mother would tell me, put your shirt down or cover your arms. And I'm like, why, why? Like I, I, I love my body enough to know that nothing is wrong with it. Amen. How has that been say asserting yourself to your mother? who I know you're close with your mom and like, I know she's a yeah. strong force in your life. How is that when you have to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it that way. I feel great. And I'm, I'm not worried about your thoughts. Like that's, that's strong right there. I mean, it's hard to do that. It's your mom, you know, it is. I, and, and I, you know she loves you. Oh yeah, yeah. I know she loves me more than anything. It's more of, I feel bad that my mom can't let that, that mindset go um that it's okay because once you come with the reality that you are okay where you're at like you'll just be so much more happier in life and I just feel so bad that there she doesn't want that for herself that she has to reflect what's wrong with her to me and it's just a reflection that I know she doesn't accept herself the way she is. And so me being a clothing designer, I try to give her my clothes and I'm like, mom, try this on. And she gets really nervous, but I'm so glad that she like has a dress that she loves to wear from my clothing line. And she has this sexy mesh bodysuit that I never thought I would ever see my mom in, but she looked great. And like, I had to convince her it's okay. Like wear this. You look sexy. Like did she did she feel so, it? Did she let herself enjoy it? She does after a while. Like I think she she's one of those people that have to hear it from enough people to start to feel it. It doesn't yeah. it takes more than one person. So I mean, whatever makes her happy. But I try to shine light on her and she has Show to be her. so proud of you, though, for being so fearless. I mean, she has to just be in awe that you have broken down all these barriers and gone against 
like you said, you had mentors, you had people that we were close to that said, this can't happen. And you said, no, yeah. I'm doing it. I mean, that's a big deal to have that kind of mentality and to have that kind of belief in yourself. Yeah. It's cause like when you see something, it's like, you don't want to let that go. Cause you, I don't want to say it's like you have expectations, but it's like things that you want to make you happy and you want it for the right reasons. So like I said, it never steers you wrong. Those things that you love or make you happy. I think that we all are given a blueprint on our heart that's straight mm. from God. And I think that everybody has a different roadmap. And so like I have no desire to ever design clothes, but I love that. I'm so fascinated by your story, but like if I was going to sit down and try to like cut fabric and sew them together, I would be lost. I, I don't feel any passion for it, but like, I know that's your blueprint because that's what you wake up and you have a burning desire in your heart to do. And it's what gives you life and it's what gives you focus. And so like, that is how I believe that we know what our, what our path is because you have to do it. You're obsessed with it. You think about it all the time. It brings you joy. You want to do good with it. And it's different than just saying, Oh, I want to live in like a mansion on top of the hill. You know, like that's, you know, it's like, a I mean, I do want to live there. I'm mad but... about that. <laughs> Like sometimes this is where I want people to understand like things that you want to do versus things you don't want to do, but you do it because you want to get to that point. So sometimes you have to suck it up and do things you don't want to, but know that it's going to get you. Yeah. 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 I think like me doing all this hard work and not going out with friends and not partying, having a teenager life, having a relationship, none of that. Like, I feel like I'm a, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to all these, like, things that people my age were doing um, because I was doing other things. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> awesome, though. You had your eye on the prize. So you said you were in a pivot again, like you're, you're pivoting and you've gone through kind of like a, um, just like, or you're in a new, a new reinvention or a new time. Yeah. Where do you think you want to go? I don't know. I mean, hold on, sorry, there's a helicopter flying over my house. I feel like I'm, I saw what my low was and it was where I had no drive, no inspiration, no nothing. And now that I'm in this life of making masks, I have all these amazing ideas coming towards me. And it's like, I wake up with an idea or my manager's like, Ashley, we have a complaint about one of the masks. I need you to come up with a solution for it. So it's like problem solving And coming up with ideas is like what I was born for. Like I call myself a MacGyver because I will use anything to make anything to create this beautiful thing. And I love that feeling of coming up with something that's so good. And I'm like, fuck, how did I do this again? So (laughs) that's why I say like how I'm pivoting. Like I found something like I didn't let myself stay in this sad place and I finally found another purpose in life and it was just making masks and finding these fun new ways like we've not only create masks but we've created masks in a way where it doesn't put all the pressure on your ears when you put the elastic around so then we were trying to find solutions on how can we de-stress your ears so we found this rubber band that has these um hooks that will hold the elastic while you're wearing them and then we're like well now that we're wearing masks everywhere like every time we take it off like I don't want to just lay it on the table so then we started making like these necklaces that have these clips to hold your mask on you like if they were sunglasses or something so it's like I get to come up with these really cool ideas and then that's not the best part it's like finding fun stylish fashionable ways to introduce them to the world that's so cool and something so inspiring about you that 
it's just been the message throughout this whole interview is you being a creative person and I feel the same way I am a creative person and I have pivoted so many times in my life and I have hit so many rock bottom moments where I feel completely uninspired, completely unmotivated, completely lost and worthless. And I am also like you where I'm like, no way, I'm not staying here. I am here. I'm going to stay here until I can gather myself up and get yeah. some sort of inspiration coming again. But like, like you, as soon as you caught it, you caught it with the mask and there you go, you're off. And that's what you have to do. You have to get that bolt and then ride that lightning bolt and just get out of that dark spot. And then you'll go into a new creative, amazing spot. And then, you know what, we're going to, all of us are going to hit another wall and we're going to get back in that place again. And then it's just the same cycle. And I feel like now, and you may relate to me on this, I've lived through so many highs and so many lows so many times now that now I'm just sort of like, okay, this is just sort of the process. Like the highs are way more fun, but the yes. lows, it's the lows to get you there. It does. And I think that another thing, if people were able to resonate that, it would bring a lot, um, distress you because I asked myself, I like beat myself in the inside for not working 10 times harder or not enjoying something that I'm doing. Like, oh, like I, I should be having I'm... fun right now. Why am I not having fun right now? This is fun. I need to have fun, <laughs> but I'm stressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I just felt like I was throwing ideas on the wall and hoping that something would stick. And then it like took like COVID or Corona to come around for me to find a new purpose. And I mean, it's just completely changed my attitude towards everything. And the way I notice is every time, every Monday that I come up to my office and my manager asks, how is Ashley doing? I'm like, great. It's like, I'm doing good because I'm coming up here to like, my office is in my home. So I have a upstairs office um every time I go up there it's like I I can't wait Monday mornings to get to work because I'm so excited to like get stuff done like to have a team who's as dedicated as I am or I have so much trust in them that I can lead them and not have to worry it's like my business has changed and I'm just so much more happier and you can feel it in my work. You can feel it in the business and in my team as well. And I think you're only as successful as your team. Amen to that. And I think you said it without saying it, it's purpose. And I feel that same way when I've been trying to get out of a lull or a dark spot or a valley and like trying to, come up with what am I going to do? And I'm like, same as you, like throwing shit on the wall and just praying something's going to stick when I'm just sort of trying this, trying this, but it's not with my full heart because it's not really what I want to do. And then you get that divine, oh, like all encompassing. This is what I have to do. It feels so right. You don't, like you said earlier, you don't care if you have to do hard work and do steps to get there, but you have your goal. And once you have the goal, then, like you said, you wake up every Monday, and you can't wait to get there because you got a purpose that you know is important. And if you don't believe that it's important, then it's not worth it. Then you, no one's going to do a good job because if you don't fully believe it, who cares, you know? So that's yeah. awesome. You, you are someone you have to, that goes for it all in. You don't, you don't have that. And I love that about you, Ashley. Thank you. I mean... I guess it's just learning the creative process of creating that thing. And it wasn't until this year that I really got to fully break down that creative process and set goals for myself because I didn't know how to envision goals for my business because I never thought that I could get there until I understood that creative process and how, like, where do you want to see yourself in a year? And if you have that vision of where you see yourself, you ask yourself, where are you right now? 
related to where you want to be. And then you write that down and then you fill in in betweens of like, what are the steps that you have to take in order to get there and enjoying crossing off all of those pieces, all those steps. That's what I mean by enjoying the creative process of getting to where you want to. Because you can feel yourself achieving your goals. Exactly. And you've already done it several times before. So I know whatever that goal is, you're getting there. <laughs> you're that ladder. You're climbing that ladder. Yes. And it's okay to have some backtrack or yes. like it's bumps in the road. It's not just yeah. okay. It is absolutely going to happen. There is no way around it. It's going to be a freaking shit show on the way to the top with everybody. Yeah. I mean, but you got to keep And if going. it's too easy, then it was not <laughs> right. <laughs> or it just yes. wasn't worth it. <laughs> exactly. But you know in your heart when it feels right and, it's, and it is worth putting in the work, you know? Most definitely. Well, you are such an inspiration, Ashley. Please tell everyone where they can come check out all of your stuff. What is your website? My website is ashleynilltipton.com and you can find me on any social media outlet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Ashley Nell Tipton, um, Designs. Um, I would love for everyone to follow and follow this journey, this creative journey. Everything that I'm speaking about here is what we put on our social media. And you kind of just get to follow me through this crazy journey of this unknown of mask and making fun things. I mean, we all don't know what's going to happen, um, but we're just trying to enjoy the ride while it's here. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you said something. Else. It was I so. You, I wrote this down. You said you actually did like a little meditation on your Instagram page where you had everyone close their eyes and maybe you can do that with us now. And you said like, I can't control what I can't control. I can't know what I don't know. What I can't. Yes. Yeah. So how did you say that? Like, I love that. And let's like all in with that. You leading us in like a little deep. <laughs> thing. Um, I'm trying time. to remember everything I said. Like I can't control what I it can't. It is a crazy. Can't control. And I can't know what I don't know. Yeah. And then, and was that the only two? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So it's just taking a deep breath, closing your eyes and telling yourself, I can't control, control, and I can't know what I don't know. And really listening to the words that you're saying, visualize them. And repeat it to yourself. I, I can't control what I can't control. And I can't know what I don't know. And just really letting those words resonate with you. Um, I, love I love to do this, especially when I'm stressing out about something late at night. And I can't do anything to change it at that very moment. So it's like, why spend my time right now stressing about it if I can't do anything exactly so, yes. it's such a pleasure and a joy to talk to you I'm so honored we got to have this conversation I end all my interviews with one question which is leave your light what do you want people to know to love you emphasize on the you and know that you are worth know your worth basically Heck yes. Thank you so much for joining me. You are such a bright light and inspiration to this world. And just thank you for sharing your creativity and your heart with us in everything you create. It's beautiful. Thank you, Caroline, for having me on here. I feel so honored to be able to share my life with you and your listeners. And I hope they're able to take something away from this at this time at this crazy time that we're all in just know that you're not alone love that thank you so much thank Ashley. You. you're awesome you are too and i hope we get to talk outside of this <laughs> i know maybe one day we can actually meet in real life i'm putting it out there when the world opens back yes. up we'll get to hang out what is it um 
how do I say it? the universe is going to align us together? I actually know that in my heart to be true. I believe that, and I feel certain we will meet in real life. Like I totally do, and I'm so grateful that we can have this conversation right now. Thank goodness for technology. I mean, what a blessing! Yes, we can cyber meet. And Definitely, have awesome conversation. Love yes, it. and we're gonna feel like we've known each other forever. Amen to that. Okay, I'm gonna log off, but don't log off. Okay, bye. Okay. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.